What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Easy Way or the Hard Way podcast. Where we teach you everything we're learning about life that school never taught you. Happiness, financial freedom, and healthy relationships are what we all want. So listen close, because we're here to give you tips on living life the easy way so you can avoid the hard way. I'm Colin, the male half of this podcast. And I'm Bianca, the female half of this podcast. What is going on, guys? It is Colin and Bianca, and we are back, and it is the podcast that we are making that we are so happy, and we are so excited to be delivering to you. So wake up, stand up if you're sitting down, walk outside if you're not there already, and let's get to work. Just thought I'd share this intro Okay, hope you guys are super excited to listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking all about moving in with someone or your significant other or your bestie, your Beyonce over here, whatever it's, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm just going to let Bianca kind of take it away after I just did that fire intro. I hope you loved it. And just, you know, leave a review and just say... Is Colin a better introer or is Bianca? Because we'd really love to know. Okay, Colin actually sucks at doing the intro because he completely forgets about me or introducing me. I said, I said, and Bianca. You, but you didn't let me And say I called hi. you Beyonce. How great was that? I have issues with it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so I feel like this is one of the most requested podcast topics to this date and since we started the podcast so I figured that we would just knock everything out talking about deciding to move in together finances what you can afford all the way up to actually living together and things that we recommend things that we've experienced kind of like all of the above everything that could possibly have to do with you moving in with your significant other yeah but one more time about that intro like no pretty freaking good right done with you (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> I enjoyed it. You're in time. Out. I literally love the intro. Okay, so, much. so thankfully I'm the one who made a lot of notes, so I'm gonna be running this podcast pretty much. <laughs> I'm normally the one that is in charge of that. No, you're not. So listen, we're just gonna go ahead and give you guys a life update and we're just gonna have a chat first before we get into the actual topic on what's been going on. So our very last Episode was about taking a break and taking a much needed break that we needed and kind of suggesting that it's probably time everyone kind of do the same if you haven't already and just take some time for yourself. That is what we did last week. That is why we're super late recording this podcast today. Um, But it was just so perfect and we simply just took a break didn't think about work once well I did a little bit because it's kind of hard not to but it was just like really nice and relaxing and good for the soul and now we've come back we are just in a whole new mindset of work and uh, you know it just really puts you in a whole new frame of mind when you take a long break so yeah is that all She's One so second. right, guys. Colin's still in timeout, so you're only <laughs> going to hear from me. Okay, anyway, that was just our little life update. Other than that, nothing's changed. We've got like three months before we move again. So definitely make sure you're following us on social media if you want to see our whole new moving process because right now we are definitely leaning towards moving into a house. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just Thank kind you. of push into the universe that the perfect house shows up at the perfect time and the perfect location for us. Just put those good vibes out there and that we won't have a stressful moving situation. Oh my goodness. What? We'll be fine. No, Don't worry, you're guys. still in We're going to be great. You're still in time. We're going to have a little puppers soon. Who knows when? What? 
Absolutely. Are you saying before the wedding? No, definitely not before the wedding. Okay, <laughs> but well, then you're back. Who, you're knows, almost, who knows when after the you wedding? You almost got out of timeout right there, but now you're back in timeout. Well, it's a good thing timeout's literally right next to the microphone, so I'm great, right? <laughs> okay, so let's just get into it. So moving in with your significant other. So usually this happens after college ends. So I literally wanted to start from the basis of different scenarios and us kind of give our opinions or our advice in your scenarios that you're in and just kind of like play things out. So are you ready for the first scenario? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're dating me Mm -hmm. and we went to different colleges and you got a job in... um, Charlotte, where we're from, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And I, but you also got the opportunity to kind of apply for jobs different places. And I got an amazing job in, I'm just going to say Boston, because I just watched Brooke Michio's vlog and I'm thinking of her. Okay. And so you're torn because we've been doing long distance all through college and we're ready to just start our life together. But I just got a job in a city and you just got a job in a different city. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't know what to do. You're torn if you should just, like, we should still move in together and move into the same city. Yeah. And, like, you kind of try and find a job because you're willing to sacrifice and make sacrifices so we can be together. Or should you just focus on yourself and your career path and do long distance some more? Hmm. I mean, it's kind of a hard question because it depends. I'm not in that situation and we haven't been. So it's kind of hard for me to place myself there. But you see what I'm saying? Like follow well, your spouse or follow your career. Well, at the same time, like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the, like, what all is going on in that relationship. If it's really worth doing long distance or not. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's strong enough to like handle more long distance. Um, at the same time. You've mentioned that there's possibility of getting jobs elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So I mean, or like, okay, I so think if it's one different. partner's set in stone with their job, and it's like an amazing opportunity, and like mm-hmm. you have a good opportunity, but you also know you can look for jobs in that area. Yeah. Okay. So then here's what I would say. I would say it's just like advice. I would say if it was me and Bianca, and I was the one who had the job that wasn't in Boston. And was more so that could like probably try and get one somewhere else. I would say, okay, I need to save up some money for a few months. Then I'm going to move out to Boston and know that I'm going to have to use that saved up money to like bide my time while I try and find another job. Mm -hmm. That way I have money to help support instead of just going and being there and not having a job mm-hmm. and having no money because um, that's just not smart at I'm all. so – that is literally what I was thinking. I feel like that's the best possible option. I because was saying – because I'm sure people are in this do, situation. Well, that's because, why I gave you this topic. Well, because you could do long distance for a few more months, right? Mm-hmm. Let that person who doesn't have the solid job in Boston that's like – I'm assuming this person who's going to Boston is making way more money. And that's more of the incentive because I feel like if the person that's like, if my, if the job was in Charlotte, mm-hmm. it was making way more money, then I feel like it should gravitate to yeah. who's making more money and that's where you should move. Mm-hmm. I mean, just based on finances. Um, and if it's like what you love. Uh, but yeah, I think that one thing that I've learned for sure is you can never have enough. I mean, you can have enough money saved, but it's having more money saved up is always better than having just like going with no money. 
Yeah, I think that, well, uh, first of all, this is just kind of like a scenario that I got based off of someone who sent in a question. But um, I think it is interesting because I know a lot of people do end up graduating with their significant other at the same time. And it's a confusing Mm -hmm. situation because you want to be together, but you also know your career is important. And I think the last thing anyone wants is to end up resenting the other person because they went and did something for them. Mm -hmm. And so I think it is really smart to always put your career first. But then again, when... We were graduating college. College. I loved Colin so much, and I just knew I wanted to live with him. So I was willing to like do whatever I could to do that because I was so over doing long distance. But with that being said, the time you do long distance is only a small part of your relationship versus yeah. the long part. So if you have to do it for a couple more months, that's okay. But we both tried and save. Um, we both tried to save money after college, and we well, graduated in May and let's didn't end up moving. Talk until honestly though about our whole moving in situation. So what I was gonna say is that when me and Bianca initially moved, Bianca had a lot more money saved up than I did, and it made it hard at first because I wasn't able to contribute until my business started to like gain a lot more traction. So like mm-hmm. now. I'm contributing fully, but initially when we started, I think we did move in too quickly, just looking back on it. And I think yeah. we could have definitely communicated more and just waited a, f- a few more months at least because then I would have had more money saved up to be able to help mm-hmm. because we moved so quickly, but Bianca already had so much money saved because she was working at Orange Theory and like all these things where I was trying to start my own business. So money was coming in like, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there. And I just wasn't ready yet because I wasn't working like a job like Bianca was during college. I was just doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to think about when you're going to move in, even if it's not mm-hmm. um, like a long distance situation like Boston or Charlotte is just really, I would say like allowing yourself enough time to save yeah. enough money. And we'll get to that later because I already I put down a note Um talking about like financially deciding what you can afford Mm -hmm. but I do think it's smart like if you're in college listening to this you don't understand yet because I didn't and I hear this from everyone how expensive life is after college like you just have so many things to pay for and you think you have a little bit of money saved up but honestly the sooner you start saving and the amount you start saving the better well and it's one of those things that it's so hard to listen to when you're in that situation. Like if you're a senior in college listening right now, it's so easy to think like, I got this, I got it all figured out because Mm -hmm. that's just how most people are. That's how we were. Mm -hmm. And it's really just one of those things where once you get in the situation, you realize and you have a different perspective completely Mm -hmm. because you're actually there and you realize all these things you're spending money on and Mm -hmm. see how quickly that money can just fly right out of your hands. Yeah. So honestly, I think like looking back on it, like, I think you ha- need to have at least, like, five grand to ten grand saved. Well, I think, I think that's the smart move. Anywhere from five to ten grand is, like, a good spot. But if you have more, that's even better. And honestly, yeah. probably way better. But it's so, just something to think about. So just kind of backtracking on our story. Like I said, we graduated in May. We saved up for a couple months. And then we moved in September. Um, but I kind of wanted to switch gears and talk about making the decision to move in in general and what our thought process was when knowing we wanted to move in together and maybe how you can tell that you're ready to move in with somebody and just kind of like the starting grounds for even initiating the step like, hey, we should move in together or starting the conversation like, hey, how would you feel about moving in together? 
Mm-hmm. So, well, okay, our situation, it might be the same as others, but it might be a little different because that's all we talked about for, like, the last part of college was how much we were so excited to move in together. Yeah. I mean, I think that me and Bianca had talked about it a lot, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like, you can't, like, I feel like there needs to be a lot of communication leading up to it about like this possibility and then like the thoughts about like where you could be living or like Mm -hmm. what it could be like or like and all that kind of stuff and that was a lot of our conversation too since we were long distance it was really nice talking about moving in together because that was something we were looking forward to Mm -hmm. so that was something that just honestly probably really kept our relationship going too was because we always kept having things to look forward to yeah in our relationship yeah and it was just i feel like it was just a common thought in both of our heads that like hey I think so too. we're gonna end up moving I think together. um being really aware of like the so like one thing that we didn't think about or I guess I overestimated at least I know for sure is just like I would say prepare depending on what kind of job you have like if you have a freelance job like me so I literally am in charge of like finding all my gigs and everything that I'm doing to make money. I would say if you're doing something like that, underestimate what you think you're going to make mm-hmm. like the first year that you're doing that like out of school because you could overestimate based on like a few months of good work. But you have to know that with like freelance stuff, it's always ebbs and flows. Yeah. And that's just something smart to think about, too, because when you're thinking about like rent payments and everything else that's involved in like just a monthly payment in general, like with food and electricity and like all those things. It's just smart to underestimate what you think you might be making. Then that way it's like setting the bar low, but like so that when it's high, it's just great, you know? Yeah. Except Colin keeps getting off topic. Cause right now we're talking about how, you know, it's like the right time to move. <laughs> that's and he that. literally just turned oh back God. to financial stuff, which is so Colin, because that's all he, I say, I, it's ooh, all I, I want think a about Peloton. Is like logical well, financially, this would be this and this would be that. I'm like, Colin, I just want a Peloton. I just want you to be like, yeah, that's cool. And let it be. But I can't, but I can't, but I can't say that. I literally told him. I have to say logical no, no, stuff every can time. Can you guys rewind in this podcast? I literally told him, let's talk about how you know you're ready to move okay, well, with someone. Okay, let me, he gets it back to a me, financial let situation. Let me go back into how you know oh you're ready to move with somebody. When, first of all, have you gotten to the step of telling each other you love each other yet? That's a big step. Se- I think even could you see all, a future with this person. Well, yeah, second, you're not, so you're not letting me finish. Sorry, I'm worried you're second, about to start talking no, about money no, again. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Second of all, have you talked about your future together? Uh, like a lot, like ongoing for months, I think at this point. And like, have you discussed the ideas of like, what it would be like when you get married. Like, do you guys want to have children? Like all these big major life decision talks, I think need to be had so that you know that you're working towards something long-term before you move in with someone. Yeah, I know. I just did like a total hand flick for dramatic effect and you guys didn't see it, but Bianca totally called me out. Anyways, total like, I guess to summarize that is you need to have had a lot of like major relationship talks mm-hmm. and like hard talks. Yeah. I wouldn't even move in with someone. Well, I guess it just kind of depends. But like when I you're only dating you someone. You know when you're ready though at the same time. That's like, true. But when you're dating someone like in around the age that we are, I assume you're not dating just to date. I assume you're dating because you want a future with somebody. 
And so you're dating in a serious way. So then if you haven't had those conversation and those talks about like, hey, one day do you see us getting married? Hey, like just having the uncomfortable talks. And if you guys can have the uncomfortable talks and talk in a mature way, I think that's a very good sign that you will have a very successful relationship living together. Because when you do live together, you do have to have pretty hard conversations sometimes well, and good. uncomfortable conversations and what? Yeah, I was going to say, what's your communication like yeah. before moving in together? Like, if Are you, you can... talking all the time? Are you sharing tons of vulnerable mm-hmm. information? Have you already shared tons of vulnerable information about yourself with your partner? Are you like being completely open? Are you holding anything that you need to talk about? All these things need to be cleared and you need to be on a basis where you're communicating in a way that is like top notch mm-hmm. in terms of just not hiding things at all. Yeah. Um, because that just is one unhealthy and two is probably going to cause like tons of friction if you move in. Right. Because you could think like, Oh, when we move in together, our communication will be better because we're around each other more. That is so not true. I recommend having great communication and working really hard on your communication to get it to a very healthy point before you even move in together. Because if you end up moving in together, you're encountering all these new things and all these new experiences with someone else. And you're used to living your way and doing things your way. And then all of a sudden there's someone coming in and I don't do the dishes the way Colin likes me to do them. And Colin leaves his towel out after he showers all the time. And it's just like things that are going to kind of like bug you a little bit. But if you have really good communication, you'll be able to talk those things through and kind of form a compromise. And if you don't, then you're just going to bury these things and keep burying them and burying them. And then one day you're just going to explode and, and then, then you're going to get pissed and then you're going to resent and it's yeah. not good. Just a whole spiral of downward badness. Yeah. You haven't talked about money in like five minutes. Oh, I know. I like really put in a lot of effort. I'm not going to lie. I've made a total mental note in my head saying, don't say Because we'll get there. Because Bianca's not ready for it. Yeah, because I have a list. (laughs) Okay, so then after that, it's kind of like once you've decided like, hey, okay, we're ready to move in, you might be ready before they are. And so you kind of have to just decide when is a good time. I think looking back on when we moved in, Bianca was definitely ready to move in before I was. I was and I'm not just I was talking about like unhappy with money wise. I think it was just like just in general, like. I was I was always like excited to move in. I yeah. just wasn't prepared. Well, in my defense, Colin and I were living with my mom and we were dating and my mom was dating people because she's single and it was just a lot. It was really heavy. We were all in each other's space. My mom and I were just starting to not get along. There's just a lot of drama. There was so much drama. And um, it's just really hard to live with someone, especially when you live with your significant other. And especially when you come from kind of being on your own and doing whatever you want, whenever you want in college to living with someone on their time under their roof and moving back in with your parents. I'm sure a lot of you guys know this now because of COVID and quarantine. And oh, I know a lot of people had to move back home, but it just kind of gets really stressful. And... I personally also, don't like to be told what to do. Yeah. Also, so, PSA, it's okay to like move in with your parents after school. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. Not like, at all. It's, honestly, a lot of people consider it very smart. Yeah. Because, I mean, it is And smart I think it's smart. To personally. save money. And I'm very thankful because she didn't make us pay rent or anything like that. So, it was a very amazing situation. But towards the end, we were just kind of all getting tired of each other. And I, even though we were not ready to move out, I think moving out was the best thing that could have happened. Because... We would have stayed a little bit longer. I don't even know what. But it is very hard 
to see your mom dating and you be dating and then her kind of getting in her relation, your relationship and putting in her input and then her asking for your input in your relationship. And honestly, that just put a huge um, damper, damper wrench in my mom and my relationship. And when we are still trying to fix it, but it's just like those things should never cross. And my dad never crossed his relationships with me. And then he one day just introduced me to this relationship he had that was super stable. And now they have a baby. And that is the best thing that could have happened. So I recommend people doing it that way instead of doing it how my mother and I did it. But that's probably for a whole nother podcast mm-hmm. episode. I'm just saying, in my defense, I just really needed to do what made me happy and just figure things out and get out of there. And I knew once I got out that we would be happy and it was it was a good situation. So I'm glad that we did it and we recovered. Yeah. Well, that just kind of proves the point too, that like you're never going to be as prepared as you want to be to move out. Yeah. Also, like you're yeah, never going to be, like you're never gonna be properly ready. ready yeah. and you're just going to have to go and do it. Same thing for like moving across the state or to a different state. Mm-hmm. One day when Colin and I move out of North Carolina, because it will happen soon. I don't know when, but it'll happen. I'm sure we won't be ready, but it's just something you got you have to do. You mm-hmm. just have to leap and don't look. Just jump. Indeed. Anyway, so now we can start talking about financials. Sir, you kind of already said some things. Well, I already just decided pretty much you need to have like a solid base under you before you move because you don't know what could happen. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be honest. COVID is a huge 100% prime example that you never know what in the heck is going to happen. Yep. And I'm not saying that to be like to bring up COVID or talk about COVID. I say that because it's a prime example that all of us can relate on mm-hmm. that the world we live in is so, so it's dicey. Crazy. It's well, <laughs> so dicey in the sense that you never know what's going to happen that could cause you to have a, a setback financially. Or you never know what's going to happen that could have caused you to have a setback mentally as well. But mm-hmm. the whole point is financially, COVID has definitely affected like my business in terms of like people wanting to be able to work and all kinds of stuff because they're scared. And my business is person to person. So I have to be around people um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's just something you need to be aware of because no matter what you envision in your head and you should manifest great things, I'm not saying don't. But you always have to have a very logical thinking when, especially when you're moving out and know that there's going to be a lot of things and a lot of obstacles that are going to arise that you won't have accounted for. Mm -hmm. So it's always better to have that savings to use in those situations. Um, Okay. Yeah. So... When you're deciding where to move, when you're deciding what's your budget, when you're deciding if you want a one bedroom and a two bedroom, and if you want to move into an apartment or if you want to rent a house, these are all things you kind of need to talk about. Colin's about to tell you about this saving app really quick. Pause mm-hmm. for this is not an ad. We're but not I'm- we're not sponsored by any means or anything like that. I just found this app that is something that I help you budget and it's called Every Dollar. And basically it is like a Excel spreadsheet in a way and it has like yeah. stuff already listed out and it's just super easy. You fill everything in and then it gives you a total. Mm-hmm. So you know that you're accounting for everything. So this is super important before you move because yeah. you need to think about all the toiletries, all the stuff you're gonna need in the kitchen, any hey, pots and pans. Stuff you're like- getting ahead of oh, my well, list. Jeez, which gosh. <laughs> ah, man. Back in time out. My anyway, goodness. we're gonna get there. 
Anyway, so you just need to account for all the things that are around your house mm -hmm. that, or your apartment that you're going to need to have monthly payments for. And like you need to think about gas as well and that kind of stuff. So yeah, anyways, just very smart to outline everything you're going to be paying for so you know. Okay, back to the topic of one bedroom, two bedroom, what part of town, <laughs> Colin? What? You literally said finances. You said money. I did, money. but we're getting there. You, you said, okay, now for finances. <laughs> I said that, but I said we're getting there. Oh my goodness. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so when I just outlined all the topics. So when Colin and I were deciding, first of all, what size apartment we wanted, because we knew we wanted to move into an apartment first off, um, just to like, you know, give it a go. We just were like, oh, we'd have our own apartment. Like cute. Okay. So we decided that a one bedroom would be fine for our first apartment if there was some space for us to work because we both work from home. And so we lucked out because the apartment we ended up falling in love with was a one bedroom, but it does have like a dining room area mm -hmm. that we turned into our office. And then um, I now noticed that because earlier they had like the dining room as a dining room and now their model apartment does have that as an office and they moved the dining room to like where our couch is now and moved the couch to over by the window. So I think we gave them that idea. Anyways, just had to point that out. So it was very important that we had a place to work it was very important to me that there was white cabinets and then I compromised with white and gray, which is crazy. No one would have ever thought that that was coming. And it was very important to me that we had hardwood floors. And then my next little tip is that some apartments have hardwood floors on the first floor only throughout the entire apartment. And then when you start going up, the bedrooms have carpet, which is what I did not know. I was misinformed. We toured the model and there was all hardwood. And I was like, oh my God, there's all hardwood. And they're like, yeah, there's all all of it's hardwood and I was like perfect so then we are not on the first floor with the apartment that we ended up signing a lease for and there is carpet in the bedroom so just be aware of that and ask questions if you are moving in because I was livid I almost cried I bought a rug for our bedroom that we couldn't even use and now it's next to our washer and dryer because I'll be damned if I don't use that rug yeah one more thing just going off of what Bianca said um you should move into the first floor me and Bianca have completely... Unless you're in a bad area. I guess, yeah, unless you're in a bad area. But me and Bianca have completely realized that we should have moved in the first floor. And it's not even just because of that. It's, it's cheaper. It's way cheaper to live on the first floor. And we live on the... We, we live well, on a floor that's not the top floor. Let's <laughs> just say that. Okay? So there's someone above us. And below us. Yet we're still paying more. And we would have still had someone above us. So basically the whole point is, unless you're living on the top floor and have tons of money live on the bottom floor yeah that's just a big tip because you will and if you have pets you'll like it better in the long run yeah um i think because no matter like we hear especially people, if you're in an apartment for a short term well yeah we hear people above us all the time and oh like, my god it, it, it's so frustrating like it's frustrating but at the same time like we it why just shows us like wow we could have lived on the bottom floor we're like it doesn't matter like, yeah it doesn't make any difference so that's just a big tip i think because you'll save money yeah that and um Washer and dryer was like really important to us, but pretty much every apartment in North Carolina has washer and dryer. And then something else that was really important to us was natural light. Well, it was really important to me because I love natural light. So keep saying us. It's like the Bianca. You like light too. I'm joking. Oh my goodness. But it wasn't a necessity for me. It wasn't. <laughs> anyway, Colin's necessity was cheap. Yeah, that was my necessity. Affordable. Yeah. So um I was looking for that and that was pretty much it. So we kind of 
just came to the conclusion. So when we started touring apartments, we toured apartments months before we even knew we were going to move. And I'm so glad we did this because, what are you about to say? Oh, well, I probably was going to get ahead of you, so I just stopped myself. Okay. My reasoning behind touring the apartment so early was so we could decide exactly which apartment complex we wanted to move to, pick our floor plan, know exactly how much that floor plan is, and then that way we knew what our monthly payment would be, and then that's when you can start making the spreadsheet of, okay, we spend about this much money on groceries, we buy pre-workout, all of our supplements, um, utilities, internet, rent, and you can just kind of budget out how much you're really gonna be spending. And then you can have a better idea of how much money you wanna have saved and how much money you're gonna be spending every single month. And usually people recommend that you're making like four times, is it four times your rent amount every single month? It's something like that. But that way you kind of have a good idea of what exactly your rent's gonna be, how much of rounding about how your utilities are and then you guys don't even understand like you have to encounter encounter you have to account for excuse me the meals you eat out the groceries you buy the supplements the snacks the drinks the like what else do we buy uh, toothpaste paper towels toilet paper the random home goods cleaning stuff that happen when we're at target huh. Yeah, home <laughs> home decor is so expensive. Oh my gosh. I, but our if, apartment looks amazing. If I would have been the decision maker behind home decor, we would have definitely went piece by piece and probably not have had a full apartment for like six months. Probably not. I do. I agree with because that. Because Bianca just flat That's, out like yeah. balled out and like bought it all very quickly. Okay, that is another thing. You do not have to have a fully furnished apartment. And I do think that I felt the pressure because of YouTube. And I was like, I have to get it done because I want to do an apartment tour and all this stuff. So that's like really stupid. And I will never do that again, I swear. But you live and you learn. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, you definitely don't have to have a fully furnished apartment right away. So you know what? It's okay. It was a hard lesson to be learned. But Mm -hmm. now we have cute furniture. Yeah, no, I'm not dissing... So anyways, it's just like we went for like an earthy vibe and it was really cool. But let's talk about decorating then because I have a completely different decorating style than Colin. Picture me as a white wall and picture Colin as an extremely colorful abstract design. And then tell me how those freaking two design styles are going to work because they don't. (laughs) I want everything to be white, tan, and neutral. They completely do. You want to know how they work, guys? I'll tell you, but Bianca won't agree. So here it is. Okay, step one. You start with a nice white place, right? Just like our place. It's all white. Okay. Actually, the walls are like gray. Okay, anyways, it's basically white. So you look around. You see stuff. There's color. In term, so like right now in our apartment, we have a lot of greenery and I like greenery. I think it's really nice. It makes it feel like very earthy and homey. And I'm totally down for that vibe. And Bianca likes that vibe. I and used to. what we've done now, you don't like homey and greenery stuff? No, now I like white and modern and simple. That's annoying because that makes me upset. No, anyways, we're going to, I'm still going to decorate that way because of you. Okay. Anyways, so the carpet that we have is nice and has some color. It's like orange and bluish. And it's like a nice good mix. And I'm a big fan of that. And uh, orange and blue are like some of my favorite colors. Anyways, the point is you can have an orange wall somewhere or you can have 
orange things somewhere. Mm-mm. And yes, it totally works in the place Those right now. pot plants are orange. Yeah, and so is the pillow that's over there on the egg chair. So is our couch. But you so cannot have pillow. an orange wall. Yes, because you can. No, you yes, can't. You can. Because when it's Christmas and you're decorating in red matter. and green it and you've got an orange wall, that makes me want to throw up but it doesn't the matter. thought of it. But it doesn't matter. No, it does. No, it doesn't. Have you ever heard of feng shui? Uh, have you ever heard of white walls are annoying and boring? No, you just... Because <laughs> they are. Babe. I'm very much art mm. artiste, and I like color. I love color. I love vibrant color. I love popping color. I think it's awesome. And I just am not a fan of all white stuff. And I told Bianca, I was like, I feel like I'm in freaking high school again or something <laughs> looking at the walls. But anyways, the point is you have to compromise and basically the way of us doing that is we have like two posters that have some orange stuff and there's an orange couch and orange carpet and some orange pillows and stuff like that. Oh my God. Which like could his favorite color be hopefully we comp- besides orange. Orange is such a nice, warm, cozy color. So I don't know why it's a problem. Orange anyways, reminds me of clay. Anyways, whole point being you have to compromise and we're going to be having more compromise. Are we? Yes. In the new house? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, definitely deciding on decorating. Something I learned from Colin after upsetting him a little bit was that he didn't really love when I just went out and bought home decor pieces. He really liked for his input to for me to be like, hey, do you like this? And if he said no, for me to not buy it. But there was a few things where I said, hey, do you like this? And he said no, but I knew I wanted it. So I bought it anyway. Which, and then he got mad that I bought it. But then know, now he says it looks good. Which if you don't know is a big problem because <laughs> let me tell you why. If I was to say, hey, Bianca, do you like this? Would you be okay if I bought this for our place? And she said no. And then I went and bought it anyways. And then, <laughs> and then I put it somewhere in our <laughs> place and then left it there. And even if she tried to take it away and I kept it there, she would be literally so mad. It's insane. But, so, but let me so defend I'm just, myself. I'm just saying that way the script is flipped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The script is flipped. Oh, my goodness. That was bad. Anyways, point being, Bianca bought these chairs for our desk, right? And I'm very much someone who likes well, a cozy, comfy figured, desk but chair. But listen, though, listen. And I they're figured, not letting me talk. No, you're, you're I, putting me off. Me, okay, I'll, me I'll off. say it after. Anyways, so she got these, like, stools that you would have at, like, a bar. And I was, I was like, she showed me them and, I, and asked if I liked them. I said, they look cool, but I don't think I would like those. They don't look comfy at all. Can we get look for something else? That's along the lines of what I said. Anyways, Bianca bought them anyways without telling me. And then they show up and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what the heck? That's not compromised. That's going behind the back. Okay, but I got them because I knew that they would work for the desk that we got. They would fit perfectly. They would fit nice there, just one, two. And then I knew that one day we would move because we knew moving in here, we were only going to be here for a year. And then they could go slide up right underneath our kitchen. So, hey, hey, guys, if there's any guys listening right now, tip for you. If this has happened to you, whenever you move into a new place, buy something. Don't say anything. (laughs) Don't say anything. Don't say anything about it and say, I bought it. And then say, it was my decision. I love you. I support you. You're amazing. But this is my contribution. And this is also where I live. So I think it's okay. Oh my God. This is such a (laughs) sore topic. Okay. Well, let's just move on from that. (laughs) <laughs> they're all gonna be like wonder what the new house is gonna look yeah, like right. okay it will not be orange anyways um okay let's talk about who pays for what so okay. luckily colin 
helps me a lot with work. And today I helped him with work for the first time in a long time. But pretty much we knew we were going to get married. Now we're engaged. We're getting married in February. We just kind of say what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just kind of like share. Mm -hmm. Like we don't really keep track of who pays for what. It's kind of just like I'll throw my card down or he'll throw his card down. You know? I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Why? Because I don't know what you want me to say. Okay. Well, splitting rent is smart a smart idea. Mm-hmm. If you just split it down the middle. Yeah. Split all that stuff down the middle. Honestly, I think splitting everything down the middle is the smart Yeah, I thing. think splitting everything is the smartest move. Yeah. Um, just FYI for you guys. Just, just so you guys know. What? Oh, nothing. I was just saying. Saying splitting is the smartest yeah. move. Yeah. We didn't do that at first, but then now we do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, that's that. Just honestly... Maybe budget everything out and just split. Okay. Next thing I wanted to talk about are just those things that will bug you when you move in together. We already talked about decorating. That was one of them. Yeah. But also just like little things. I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I don't do the dishes to Colin's desire. Can we can he we uh, get more specific? Can we get more no, specific? No, we're not getting no, specific. No, no, no. Just real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick. I don't get my plates dirty real, under my plates. Real quick. Okay, guys, so Bianca only washes the top of things, including pots, pans, and dishes. (laughs) She she washes both sides of forks, thank God. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I can't tell you. Because I don't get food on the bottom of my shit. No, 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 but that's not the problem. The problem is after we put them on the drying rack, which is our dishwasher, because we don't use the dishwasher, we just wash them in the sink and then put them in. Because we use the same dishes over and over again. Anyways, point being... You'll go in and grab a dish and there'll be like slime on the back of it. And it's so gross. I truly don't know how it happens. I think it's just, you know, real dedication that I put into dishwashing. But anyways, that's definitely one of the things that was like, I was very nitpicky about at first, but like, it's not really that big a deal now. Okay. Well, Colin leaves his towel everywhere. You know what? I'm the best fiance ever because Colin pees and does not put the seat down after and I don't find a problem with it. I can simply just put the toilet seat down after. It's fine. But I know you should close the lid when you flush, which I do. So. A lot of people don't though. And then they still get mad at guys for leaving the seat. Anyways, whatever. Pick and choose your battles is my biggest advice. Okay, and but that was never even a thing though. So oh. like, but, but you're you're making it seem like it's something. No, I'm saying like, that initially I was like, this is kind of annoying but then i realized i'm gonna pick and choose my battles and that's actually not the most annoying thing oh, okay anyways so yes it is very relative oh so what's the most annoying thing then? Oh. i honestly think that you laying your towel on the bed it pisses me off because your towel is <laughs> damp and then it gets our comforter damp and that makes me so upset and you still do it i have six videos that i'm about to post on tiktok of me catching him doing it hey, P- psa guys um, don't dry your comforter in oh the dryer God. because I, Bianca ruined our first oh comforter. Gosh. And I just thought I'd throw that out there because she was talking about the yes, comforter. Morty, his <laughs> dog, his family's puppy, when he was a puppy, when he was way younger than he is now, I guess. He's still a puppy, but he peed on our comforter. So I was like, crap. So I washed it, then put it in the dryer, burn it, whatever. Get it, just get it dry cleaned or hang it up to dry is the best advice I have. Anyway, um, but it's just like little things like that where you just kind of have to be like, oh my God. 
put it away. Or Colin like always leaves a pile of his socks next to our tree, next to our <laughs> dresser. And I'm looking them. at it right now. And then that just kind of bugs me too, because I literally bought a clothing rack where all of our shoes can go, yet he still puts them right next to this TV stand with all of his pile of socks. Okay, it's my turn now. So Bianca loves packages. She gets packages all the time. I don't love no, packages. no, no. Anyways, anyways. I just like anyways, get no, things no, 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 no. Hey, it's my turn. It's my turn. Oh, so my Bianca gets tons of packages all the time. And Bianca loves to leave her packages laying around the living room. I just like just it because it's new. No, no, no. I like just, to no, see no, no, that no, it's no. new. After she's opened them, taken everything out, looked at it, she leaves trash all over the place from her boxes. On it's either on the counter or it's in the living room. Or even just trash in general, like she'll rip something off of something and leave it sitting on the counter instead of throw it away. So that's one of the things that is like very similar to what she just said that bothers me. Okay, but you know what? That's but I still love not you, even so that bad. Okay. I just like it when the packages and I just like take them out and then they're new and then I just want to play with my new stuff and I forget about the packages. Colin doesn't give me enough time to clean up. I have full intentions to clean up after myself, but he he's like a freaking vacuum that follows me around. He's like attached at the hip and he's like, every time I walk, like everywhere I walk, he doesn't give me enough time. I guarantee you if you gave me I normally me wait time, about 30 minutes and if it's still there. Well, maybe I need an hour. So come back later. How about that? Then I have to walk over stuff. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so as you can clearly see, there's just some things that you just will be bothered by because you're used to living on your own and doing things your way and the way that you do things probably don't bother you because you do them. So yeah, and that's just facts. Facts. So it's just things that you're going to have to compromise and get over and just pick and choose your battles. If you're starting to get annoyed, just tell the other person in a nice adult way before you keep burying things and you yeah, end up also exploding don't, don't or you resent. Don't criticize and be mean. Me and Bianca are just joking with each other right now a lot. But, oh yeah. We, um, this is our kind of our relationship. We just, but don't, like, yeah. but the point is don't criticize and come at it. Like, why are you doing it like this? Why don't you do it this way? Instead yeah. of be like, Hey, can we talk about like the dishes and <laughs> like, Oh, just approach it like that and then you know, say what's Colin bothering said to you. Me, and Babe, then I love you so much. This is how we started the yeah. conversation. I was like, crap, he's going to criticize something I'm doing. And he's like, like, can you please do a better job washing the dishes? And the way he said it was so funny. So I laughed and I was like, haha, yes, of course. But it wasn't like mean. No, it wasn't mean at all. Because if you come at someone and be like, you effing suck at the dishes. It's so annoying. I can't stand it. Then yeah. you're just going to feel attacked and then you're going to probably attack back. So. That's good advice. So next I wanted to talk about alone time because frankly, right now in quarantine, for people who aren't used to living together all the time, it probably is very hard for you to get your alone time. So we do a lot of alone time in the morning. I wake up like 30 minutes before Colin and I do my whole morning routine and then Colin gets up and showers. So I do like everything I gotta do, like ice roll my face, um, skincare routine, put on some makeup. And then while Colin showers, I do like my motivational quotes in the morning or yoga or stuff like that. So we have a very cohesive morning routine and that's where I find that we get the best alone time. Mm-hmm. But also Colin and I are just kind of like the people where if we need alone time, we're going to be like, I'm going to go in the bedroom for a second. And yeah. the other person's like, okay. And sometimes you just got to be like, Hey, so I need my alone time. So I'm going to go right here, but I love you. And I'll see you later. And I'm sure the other person's going to be like, okay, <laughs> like whatever you need. Yeah. You know, or if you like need a lot, like alone time while you're working, a lot of the times, if I really need to buckle down and focus, I'll just go 
and sit by the desk while Bianca's on the couch in the living room. Like that's we used to go to Starbucks sometimes too. Yes, the well, we can't do that right now. But yes, anyways, or if your apartment complex has like a common area, yeah, with like desks and stuff, that works too. But I just think that you should never be afraid to ask for your alone time because you always have to prioritize yourself and your happiness first. And sometimes you just really need alone time and everyone needs alone time. And even when you go ask for your alone time, that other person's getting their alone time at the same time that you're getting yours. So it just kind of all works out. But I think the main point of this is to just not be afraid to do whatever you need to do to make yourself happy. Yeah. Okay. Um, another thing, and I just wanted to give some tips on things that we like to do. Colin's escaping the premises. Colin has to go on a bathroom break. But, um, this is something that Colin and I value extremely. And that is our nights together. So pretty much around like 7.30, we are off of our phone and we are like eating dinner and then watching our show and we don't go on our phones and we just really spend that time getting involved with each other and being in the moment with each other and communicating, watching shows, being present and just really focusing on our time together away from our phones and just be really in the moment. And I think that's something that has definitely strengthened our relationship and it is something I look forward to every single day. And I think that it's just ultimately really important to have that time together every single day. Oh yeah. And I understand that like sometimes you might be working late or something. So if you could just maybe take like 30 minutes, it might not be a couple hours every night. But from that moment in time around like seven or eight, when we get off our phones and eat dinner and watch a show until we go to bed, we are like off of our phones and paying attention to each other. Yeah. It's very, 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 very important because I don't know if Bianca already said it, but it gives you something to look forward to throughout the day where it's just you and that other person, because I feel like one of the things that is very problematic in a lot of relationships is people being excessively on their phones and mm -hmm. not spending enough quality time together. And Bianca and I both have love, love languages of quality time. So it's like super that's important. That's my number one. Mm -hmm. But Ooh, yeah, big thing to think about. Too. What? Is knowing your partner's love languages. So you oh, know yeah. what to do yeah, when yeah, you're living together. Yeah, it's very, very important. Don't we have a whole episode on that though? Yeah, we did. We have a whole episode on love languages. But it is very important because if your partner likes quality time, then you're going to need to make it a point to um, spend quality time with them. And if you like physical touch, then your partner is going to need to understand that. And it's basically just completely understanding your partner mm -hmm. and then um, making sure that you meet those needs for them. And it honestly is essential to relationships yeah. to make sure you meet those needs. Like it's kind of like your job in a relationship. It's not, you, you don't just say like, yeah, I'm dating him. Like you have to actually follow through and give a hundred percent. There's a book called the Enneagram for relationships. I'm looking at it right now. Um, but well, I think yeah, that's a good book to read. Just in general, if you actually do your love languages and everything and figure out what your partners is and all that stuff. Um, it, it, it is a good rule of thumb. Cause most of the time I feel like when, people break up or stuff like that it's because um maybe the partners reinforced something that's important to them and then that person hasn't come through at all mm -hmm. and really done anything and a lot of the time that like people will attribute it to the fact that that's just not who they are or something like that and right. then that's a big reason that people break up because someone who has certain needs you have to be able to meet them and if not then it's gonna kind of be like okay it'll put a, definite a big damper hardship in yeah. your relationship 
So yeah, anyways, that's really important. And I also think it's important, like I said, about the morning routine to develop some sort of morning routine and night routine. So if you are about to move in with your partner or have just moved in, um, maybe mention to them like, hey, I'd really like to have a morning routine with you and a night routine. And it's something that like we always do together. And I think that that is really smart. Um, okay, let's talk about cleaning. Okay. Okay, so usually we kind of have like delegated things that we do. And we usually just do like a couple things throughout the week consistently and then have like one big cleaning day. I will say right now I hate cleaning the bathroom. So Colin does that. I love him so much for it. I hope he doesn't knock me down about not cleaning the bathroom. I love him so much for it. <laughs> He's so good at it. And I'm so thankful for him. And then I usually do like the kitchen, wipe down the counters. Um, I do a lot of like the wiping down, the sweeping. The we swimming. really alternate like every time to be yeah. completely honest. Colin like, vacuums. I vacuum almost every time, but sometimes I sweep too. Sometimes I wipe down the counters. Yeah. It really just depends. A lot of time if we don't have anything to do, like if we're done working and the other person's working or something like that, one of us will just clean randomly. Yeah. Or, or I'll wash the sheets and the towels. Yeah. And... I kind of really like having just a cleaning day. I love cleaning days. Like when you glass music. I like cleaning days better than doing it like randomly small amounts yeah well we need more fun. to have a cleaning day so anyways but yeah yeah i think it's just like delegating who likes to do what i'm sure that some it. people would have a lot more of an issue than we have i feel like maybe we might have started off rougher with cleaning but i feel yeah. like we don't really have any problems yeah in terms of cleaning except for like what you said with the toilet but um <laughs> But I mean, other than that, I really feel like we're good. Yeah, for in sure. In that regard. And then my last note I have is be forgiving and be flexible. And forgiving just by saying, like, when you're living with someone and you can't hold grudges. Yeah, you can't hold You have grudges. to talk a lot about everything. You have to yeah. be willing to forgive that person because if not, then it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have it in your head like, wow, I'm coming home late from work. I hope my, like, whoever I'm living with has dinner ready. And if they don't have dinner ready, you can't get mad. Like, you yeah, literally have to communicate everything. No assumptions. Yeah. Assumptions if you want are something. If you want something done or if you want to do something, you have to say it. If you want to go to the grocery store together, you have to say it. Yeah, if, you have to have clear communication. You can't just yeah. expect someone to do things. But we usually go to the grocery store together. Like, I think it's a fun thing to do, especially because he gets his food and I get my food and we don't really eat the same foods. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things, though, too, is, like, express your wants and needs yeah. in a respectful way. And that's another thing, to. too. Before you're married, like, if you want to go to the grocery store and you have your own cart and he has his own cart or she or whoever you live with and um you just pay for your own groceries and you eat your own food like that could work too Mm -hmm. but it's just honestly you have to do what's best for you like just because we do something some way doesn't mean you need to do it and you just kind of need to say like what would help our relationship flow the best and what's the best thing for us to do in this situation or in that situation and just kind of like live and learn like you're gonna learn a lot of things along the way you're gonna learn what your partner likes and what they don't like. You're going to learn what makes them happy and what makes them not happy. You're going to learn what to do when they are upset or how to comfort them when they're upset or if they need space and things like that. Like it's just a really big learning process. But I think it also is important to realize that like just because you like something some way doesn't mean your partner likes something that way. And you have to be understanding that they are different than you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I got to (laughs) say. Yeah. So I hope you guys, uh, really digested all of that and i hope you guys just you know really enjoyed my intro because it was freaking fire you know 
But um, anyways, yeah. So that's our talk about moving in with someone. And we hope you guys like it. And hope you guys leave a review and you can comment about whose intros are better. Stop. You can also comment about like anything you like about the episode, anything like that. Great. We really appreciate it. And yeah, we hope you guys have a great, promising and productive day. And Always love yourself. Put yourself first in that regard. Always do things that you love. Know that you are worth every part of you living in this world. Know that you're important. And yeah, that's all we got for today, folks. Okay, see ya. Bye. That is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen and better yourself today. And make sure you don't forget to leave a review and rate our podcast so we can reach as many people as possible. We seriously can't wait to read the reviews you guys leave. I'm so excited. But that's all for today. The, the easy way or the hard way. way.